What it is, what is up, what is good, gamers? This is Show Enough 71, and your auditory canals are locked into episode 106 of the Gaming Vessels podcast. As usual, I am not in the digital studio alone. Along with me, I got my partners in crime. We got Dez, a.k.a. Hi-Rez, a.k.a. Bay Area Terror. Dez, what's going on, brother? Not not much. Just sitting here enjoying the hate, 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 hate from, from all this, all this low-res, all this low-res goodness. You know, bring on the Nintendo. Bring on the Switch. Let's do this. I, 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 th- I thought you were going to be playing your T.I calculator your scientific calculator yep. bring on... <laughs> speak and spell <laughs> bring on the tiger toys everybody let's do this simon simon's it. like like a quick time event man what are you talking about i need it in my life merlin uh, y'all are mean it's true though i can't lie it's true <laughs> mattel football those those really janky. <laughs> I grew up on. Uh, come on, I could stuff. not figure out what the hell I was doing with that. I've, but I tell everybody, everybody in my like fifth and sixth grade elementary class had one of those dang things, and a buddy, a, a classmate, finally let me look at it. Look at it, and I'm like. All the little red dashes look the same. I, I can't tell what the hell I'm supposed to be doing, who has the ball, or what. I, I, I don't get it. All I saw was, like, red dashes going across this little screen. It looked like that thing, you know, looked like I should be, you know, doing, adding adding, adding and subtracting as opposed, as opposed to seeing these little red dashes going across that little screen. I, I, I- that thing for hours, man. Once you got into the in the mix and knew what you were doing, it, it was highly entertaining. Especially in a, I, a, a I tried. I tried. I tried. I could not figure that. I could not. I. I. It. It. It was. It was evasive to me. But of course, that other voice you heard is none other than Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. What's going on, brother? Not much. Uh, we're recording on Cyber Monday, and I have not bought anything today. I'm, I'm being, um, I'm being restrained in my purchasing. So it's good things, you know. I already kind of did what I did, but we'll talk about that in the main event, going over our further gets. I think we talked about it last episode, but you know, you know, whatever additionals we might have picked up per se, you know. Yeah. So. It definitely this is the this is when we talked about what we really got and what we really did you know put a question out there to our listeners and uh we got some really good feedback so i'm excited to talk about our gets okay okay well we'll might as well just jump right into the first topic on the docket and as usual it's going to be the playlist <laughs> So, Des, why don't you kick things off first? Uh, what you been playing, bro? Um, I think the, the funniest thing is we all started really getting into um, Diablo. Diablo Re- Re- uh, Reaper of Souls or Diablo 3 or the Unlimited or whatever you want to call it. We started playing uh, it, Eternal Collection, a.k.a. the uh, Ultimate Evil Edition, a.k.a. Yeah. whatever you want to call Electric Boogaloo. 
Yeah, you know, because yeah, it's everywhere. It's 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 ported onto everything, like as much as Skyrim at this point. So, so it's fun. You know, really good to get back into it. Um, I've really enjoyed what I've been playing of it. Uh, Kev has joined us, which is fantastic. You know, we got ourselves a three party you know uh three-party game going um we're all running around killing stuff uh we do play it on like the hardest difficulty that you can before you beat the game because out of all this time we have never beat the game so so we're playing a seasonal hero um trying to play uh seasonal um because we've never done it i know you're probably supposed to play seasonal after um after you beat the game uh that way you have your it's open to all that stuff but but uh really enjoying it like we enjoy it to be a little bit well i enjoy it to be i can speak for myself but i enjoy it to be a little bit harder uh that way it doesn't feel like you're just running through um just to get to the end like i want to see what the story has to do um about so i know some people just run to get to the end combat, uh, the the end content in order to do the 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 Nephilim rifts and all this other stuff. But I want to see what's happening. So, so we're continue to play that. Um, really enjoy that Kevin joined us. Like I said, uh, it adds it adds more more folks, you know, more more stuff. Like I really enjoy playing with my friends. So, so that's been a lot of fun. Uh, still playing. Um, Dark Siders uh, War Mastered Edition. I have one more boss to beat, uh, and then we'll then I'll go into the end game. Uh, the game is pretty interesting. Um, a lot of, like I said before, uh, it's it's. I really I'm only reading it just to see the story and to see what happens. Um, I really do like how they um, how they kind of give you little they give you weapons. Um, and power-ups and stuff as you're playing through it, and it's a collect-a-thon to collecting various different things to sell to Volgrum and all this other stuff, but but I really like the combat in it. The combat in it feels really good, especially when you start, you know, knocking stuff, knocking people out, but I finally got, got used to really how you're supposed to use the controls, because you can run around and just swing your sword and do freestyle, but they really want you to use the lock-on mechanic because you can only do certain moves when you're holding the L button down or the L2 button down doing your, your lock-ons. Um, and you just do so much more power that way. And so I'm just trying to train myself not to, not to um, uh, skip doing the lock-ons. Um, but once I started doing that, the game... Not that, not, not that the game is hard, um, but that's what I've been doing in order to kind of kind of progress through it. So I like the level designs. They're really fun. I think sometimes it can be a little bit much. Um, the levels can be a little bit long. But other than that, like for for a first game in a series, it's, it's doing pretty good. And I'm enjoying my my stay with it. Um, I can't wait to beat it. And once I do, I'm going to go on to Darksiders 2 and and see see what that's all about. Um, Joe and I are still continuing to play. Darksiders Genesis is that as a prequel, and I don't think that's gonna be. Um, I don't think it's gonna hurt whatever is happening in this in this game for story wise. But but I'm enjoying it. Um, if you haven't played it, uh, I think you, I think you should. It's got it's got a nice little combat meter in it. Uh, not meter, but it's got like comp like the combos and stuff are really kind of good, and I like the way that war um, war attacks because if I, I find out again also that when you 
when you're swinging your sword, if you pause a little bit and let him finish his attack, he'll go into a series of other moves. Um, and then a finishing move that's really quite powerful. So it encourages you to either spam your, your attacks, that's fine, or you can be much more calculated in how you attack. So there's just a lot of different ways that you can do it. And I think I've gotten most of the weapons um, in the game, which I didn't expect to, to get that much. Um, um, like I got, you know, the gun and I got the horse back. And so it's been a lot of fun. Um, also been playing Torchlight 2. We, uh, Jason, our friend, Surging Fire, a long-time listener, uh, uh, started playing it. He, he bought it, and we all started playing it, the, the, the three of us. So it's another game that has been really fun playing with the third person, running around. He's getting used to the characters. Um, and we have a couple of characters that we all play together, that we just play together with with each other. And it's been really fun having a third person play that game. And so it's another game that I would like to, you know, kind of pick a, pick a character to kind of to take of, of it and beat yeah, that game yeah. as well. And then possibly go to Torch, maybe. Know, we bought maybe. it, as we'll play it. Yeah. So. yeah no. Winning us, we would love to have a fourth. So, yeah, please, please do. Uh, also, also started playing Neo 2. Uh, the DSN or PS Plus uh, game was Hollow Knight, uh, Void Heart Edition. And I started playing that, like that. Who knows? Uh, I just started it and i um, looking forward to sinking my teeth into this as, it, as it's been getting rare reviews as a pretty good platformer. So we'll see. Although I found out, I was talking to Joe, I was playing it and Joe, I was talking to Joe on, on the party with the dad and not the analog stick when I play when I play uh, platformers, like side-scrolling platform, 2D platform, I always find that I have more control playing with the with the with the D-pad. So I was just it was just something that I noticed. Um, I find myself of the of the of the week or the show, but I just I thought that was funny. You know, when playing platformers, do you prefer the the um, the analog stick or do you play the? Are you, ask, the are you asking you guys? me or? No, I'm asking anyone who well, wants to answer. I mean, because I'm Dems, I'm all about the um the analog but with, with side scrolling games i all for whatever reason i just feel more comfortable playing with the d-pad it's the weird oh, yeah thing. no d-pad is the, the way to go it just depends on the d-pad that you're using um i'm not a particular fan uh xbox one controller is a bit you know kind of like playstation 4 and 5 d-pads uh, i don't like the separated pad i like a circle pad kind of like a like kind of rock if need be i think those are my just my preference in playing, if I'm playing something like Shovel Knight or um, you know something that requires you know like some old school like you know Ninja Gaiden NES action or I never I never had that the real control felt like I had real control over Ori. I was always either overshooting or my in my jumps or not adjusting correctly in the air. And Ori is a hard game. I mean, it, I, I don't, it's, it's not quite, it may not be meat boy hard, but it's a hard game and you're, you have to do a lot of, uh, intermittent or, or in between movements to get from one point to another on some levels. There are like some levels where you can't touch the ground or you can't get into the water because it's like instant death. So you're, you're using several several abilities at a time just trying to get through the level 
And if you don't have that confidence in your in the in the pad, if you're not getting that positive feedback, now don't ask me to 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 define what that positive feedback is. All I know is that I have it on the DualShock 4, and I would assume the uh, I would assume the the DualSense, and I just don't have it on the Xbox controller for whatever it, it. My thumb is just like it's not getting whatever that feedback is that I get on the DualShock. It's just not there on the Xbox controller. So, um, yeah, I'm definitely uh... had all the way. You think you'd be interested in picking up a series um, pad per se, even though you're not going to buy the series console right away, just so you could play some good Ori on your Xbox? I mean, I maybe, but it the Ori has other problems. Uh, I mean, I think it's a great game, but I a lot of there there isn't a whole lot of because it's a it's one of those metroidvania style games so there isn't a whole lot of you need to go here first before you go there uh and i found my i basically worked played my way into a corner where progress was literally impossible because there was something i should have done to detoxify the water environment and i didn't do that and I have no, I had no idea where to go back to to and actually complete that, and it just became very frustrating. So I haven't, I haven't even gone back to even try. So, uh, but it's a fun game. If if if, if uh, Metroidvania style games is your is your dealio, then uh, Will of the Wisp and the first Ori game are definitely are definitely uh, great titles. All right, Joe. So, what have you been playing, my friend? Uh, for me, it's been just the same stuff you talked about. Of course, Torch uh, Torchlight Two on there. Uh, basically, I took my couple characters, my Outlander on normal, and then uh, the Engineer on normal that I've been playing. I basically stripped them of all their gear and deleted both of them. Uh, the next difficulty level just is been better to play Torchlight uh, on Torchlight 2 on because of the fact that it's just, uh, you know, it's not as much of a, you know, a relaxing kind of thing. You really have to pay attention, of course, and, you know, using your different abilities to go back and forth to be able to utilize your combat strings effectively on there. So I got a um, Berserker that I'm using for a solo play and then uh, obviously the character i created i create another outlander uh, to play with you and jason on there so both of those have been gone going well on there i think my berserker is up to level 32. i kind of find even with the diff with the higher difficulty i've been grinding a bit to get a better um gear and better level so i'm actually uh, even though it's harder, I'm still having an okay time. I haven't been dying as much. I know before the beginning of our my playthrough on that while you're playing Darksiders, I was just uh, dying left and right because I need to really pay attention on there. I think playing with the dual sense is better for me because I can tell a little bit more with the vibration and the, the feedback on the controller a little bit more than the DualShock on there. So I've been playing uh, using more of the dual, dual sense on there so also enjoying diablo 3 with you guys on there so um, i'm playing two new character classes that i have not played 
in my previous playthroughs. So I'm I'm using a barbarian for my seasonal um, build on there, and then also rolling with a, a demon hunter uh, on a normal playthrough as well. And this is the playthrough that we're doing with Kevin. But I know Kevin, we joined he joined us last night. We wound up just rolling with our seasonal build on there so i'm gonna definitely still play both um you know i I know you mentioned at the beginning of your what you've been playing that we never beat diablo 3 but i i have beaten diablo 3 actually so i didn't know that yeah only thing i haven't beaten was the reaper of souls content which is the additional uh content then from there and then i was going to go and dive into nephilim rips riffs and all that business but at that point in time i kind of just fell off on there so that's kind of where i'm at with diablo 3 and it was just kind of good to go back to it it's just uh, after playing torchlight 2 and diablo 3 it's like you know it's like you're it's like kissing cousins or something you know it's like you know well they're all based off the same thing so <laughs> yeah pretty much you know and you know i've gone through and you know if you go back and listen to prior episodes of this show and also gh radio you know, I I sometimes will get enthralled with these type of games and like it, it becomes like, you know, my my comfort food on there. I know I played Titan Quest quite a bit a couple of years ago on console where, you know, and, you know, we were talking too. it's like I can't even imagine this is like probably heresy. So like uh, Gerald and uh, you know, maybe Isaiah 6, 8 will you might want to close your ears, but uh, playing Diablo or um, playing Torchlight on a keyboard and mouse is like. it's like i can't i I tried both and literally even though i know that's the way the game should be played and i don't know if you could talk to me about playing keyboard and mouse uh with uh, action rpgs like this but uh, i've been so used to playing these on a controller i cannot even imagine i played diablo i mean torchlight 2 think for like five hours on keyboard and mouse and it was just like oh my god what am i doing here click 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 you know it's like no so no disrespect but you know if yeah if you have anything to add you know this conversation definitely let us know you know maybe i need to you know see the light and sit in front of my you know 27 inch 1440p monitor and go at it with my clicking mayhem and my my bindings on my f1 keys the you know rock and roll some diablo maybe diablo 3 or whatnot so uh but uh i've been playing that and then i'm getting a nice little dose of some back compat stuff uh you know i was going to talk more on my main event black friday gets but i wound up by upgraded my um, external hard drive and I was debating uh, between getting an SSD with a smaller, like a one terabyte SSD for my PS4 games on PS5. And I was also debating about going big and going like an eight terabyte, which is the max on there. And I wound up, uh, cause the eight terabyte uh, was gonna run around like 169 bucks on there. But uh, Best Buy wound up having a five terabyte uh, Western Digital Easy Store on there, so I picked that up for uh, like uh, ninety bucks, and I've been filling it up with uh, a lot of PS4 games. So I'm kind of curating some of my backlog right now, and so uh, part of me uh, trudging through my back catalog, I've been I've started playing Knack again for whatever reason. I just uh, yeah, you know, all the memes about that game, I've dabbled in that game off and on. It seems like it's it's like kind of a palate cleanser, easy game to play on here. It's obviously a PS Plus game. I know it runs 
I think eight, 1800p at 60 frames a second is definitely uh, runs better on the PlayStation 5 and back compat than on the PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 4 Pro. And so I'm playing Knack on there. And I'm also, um, also playing some Crash Bandicoot 4. I got it from the library and I'm kind of trying to get some value out of it and or, you know, not trying to complete every challenge and just play through the game and kind of enjoy it for what it is on there. So I went back. I know I played this about three, four weeks ago, but I wound up deleting my save and start fresh on the PS5 on there. And I'm probably going to wait. I know Activision's been kind of playing their cards close to their chest, but I almost feel like there's going to be probably a Crash Force Super the Greatest version coming out for next-gen consoles at some point in the near future. I know that this is playing at, I think, 1080p, but at 60 frames, just like on the PS4 Pro on there. But uh, other than that, now that's pretty much all I've been playing. I know I want to get the Godfall once Kevin picks up his uh, PS5 so we can do some multiplayer. And I want to get back to, uh, speaking another platforming game, Astro's Playroom as well. I just haven't taken the time to fire up any more PS5 stuff, so. And all in the back compat in the catalog. So, all right, Kev, what you been up to? What you been playing, man? Uh, well, I have finished Maneater, and I, I haven't decided where is it's going to fall on an honor, probably an honorable mention for game of the for our games of the year discussion. For me, it's it's an honorable mention. I don't I don't know if it's going to actually win a spot in like a top three or a top four yet, but gosh, I, I put in like, according to the, I think according to the game, uh, the snippet that it takes uh, after you complete the game, I've put in like 29 hours into that game. And uh, yeah, and it, it 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 was a slow burn in the beginning. The there were some problems with some of the mechanics, but eating people and eating other stuff it, as a shark is just more fun than it ought to be. Mm. And I think that's what kept me that gameplay mechanic just kept me going back. Um and and it kind of uh it didn't it didn't hide the the warts of the game but it made the warts more more uh dealable you know you could deal with them you know put some you know unguentine or whatever that 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 wart <laughs> wart medication they had back in the day froze warts off um but yeah it's 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 a lot of fun the the ending was not what i thought it was going to be so that kind of that kind of surprised me a little bit, but uh, but yeah, man, particularly if you were able to get it uh, for this uh, during Black Friday, uh, I'm assuming that that well by the time you this show posts, Cyber Monday will be over. But if you were able to grab it during this time of the year for like twelve or thirteen bucks, whatever it was, at some couple different retailers, I think it's that's money well spent. At that price, so I have a, a hmm? queued up on my PS5. So I think also our listener John on the show picked it up as well hmm. on here, and I know he's just waiting to play it once PS5 comes out or once he's able to get a PS5. So yeah, that's definitely the way to go. You either want to play it on PC or on next gen 
systems because when things get really busy on screen, I mean, I think that the, like I'm running, I'm I'm playing on the pro, and when things got really hectic, I think the frame rate dropped to like maybe 15, 15 nice. or below. Yeah, it was it was Flipbook City, so you definitely want to play either on PC or on uh, one of the on the series console or a PS5 for sure. Um, another game that I picked that I played and it was one of it was a Black Friday get was Project Cars 3. And I'm kind of going back and forth on Project Cars 3 from the standpoint because everything that's not a direct that is not a pure arcade racer, I mean for me uh, Ridge Racer and Burnout are the are the 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 standard. That's the that's the standard for the for the types of games that are kind of like in that in between between arcade and sim. Grid is the standard, and Project Cars Three comes really close to the standard. At first, I thought it it met or maybe even exceeded it in some grid in some ways but i i'm a i'm maybe by an hour or two into the game and it, it it's not it's not quite as good as grid and i think the reason why is that grid has has some details that are just lacking in project cars um one of the details is is crash damage. Now, I I get it when you're dealing with a game that has real licensed cars in it, you know, manufacturers don't want to see their cars get smashed to bits. Um Grid has licensed vehicles in in their games. A lot of them are older cars. Uh, even when even when Grid first came out, and I'm talking specifically Grid 1 and Grid 2, um i i do have the rebirth of grid which is just called grid um and there are some more modern cars in it but the damage uh the damage in that game that that you experience that your cars experience when you crash or when they're you know, either into other cars or into the sidewall uh it it has an effect on the gameplay in project cars there is when you smash into something into a guardrail it's just like this this really uh you know sudden abrupt just stop and the screen rattles a little bit and your controller rattles a little bit and then you're just back you're just back into the back into the race there's there's more physics at play in grid uh, outside of just the crash damage uh, that is lacking in project cars. Um, another thing is that in the control, um, the game says, well, if you want to have a, a better experience, you need to turn the assists off. And... I turned the assists off because I noticed that going through some of the harder turns, I w my my thinking was that I would be able to drift. Not not I'm not talking ridge racer drift, uh, but drift a little bit better, kind of like what you how you can do in grid. 
and when I tried doing that in Project Cars, I would my cars would just go into a spin, and I I found that kind of frustrating. So I had to turn on some assists, and the control was it was I could tell that the 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 AI was was doing some inputs uh, in in my actions when going through certain turns, and it it just wasn't quite like Grid does it. And I, so I have to, I mean, it's a good game for what it is. It, it, I mean, I would, I, I, I hope that Slightly Mad continues this vein of racing game because the first two project cars were straight up Sims. And, and um, Sims are not my thing. I don't play Gran Turismo. I don't play Forza Motorsport. I, I played, I, I, I stopped playing Sims after I, uh, I think I 100%ed uh, a Gran Turismo 2 on, on PlayStation, and then I said, you know what, I'm done. <laughs> I've, I've, I've done all my simming. Uh, I really do hope that Slightly Mad continues with this formula, because I think they're on to something neat. And they could really be, it could really be a um, a, a competitor to what Grid does um, it, it, with, with some polishing of controls, some, uh, and I get it, 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 even if you don't have damage, crash damage in your vehicles, at least have some type of physics going on in which, in which when you hit or make contact with a side rail or with a, and it doesn't even matter it and, and you know that's it like when you make contact with a with some, with a side rail and grid i'm not talking about a full on collision i'm talking you just make contact you know you're able your car will you know quote unquote realistically you know you're you're you're, you're trading paint and you'll be you'll be able to it'll knock you kind of back into the back onto the road when you make contact with with a rail in project cars, even if it's just a little bit of trading paint on the side, your car comes to a com- almost to a complete stop, and that's not that's not very fun. So I think they're they're on to, yeah they're onto something. They're onto they're onto something, and I I don't know if they'll continue with this formula for for future project cars games, but I, I hope they do. Uh, not sure they, they what some potential there. I'm not sure what the future of that franchise is because Slightly Mad did get bought out by Codemasters on there. And I know uh, like uh, Project Cars has been published by Bandai Namco or Bandai Namco, if I enunciate properly. So I'm not sure if they're just going to start just working for Codemasters, whether Project Cars is going in-house or what the deal is because Codemasters just got bought out by uh, 2K. So 2K, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, so we'll we'll see about some of that about that. But I mean, it, it's an it's an okay game. Um, I also went back in because I was in the in the mood for for beat 'em ups, and I went back and I started playing uh, uh, Fight and Rage, which has that's our our woke Minotaur game. <laughs> um, that game is is really good, and I had opened some challenge modes in, in by completing 
by getting some of the extra endings in the game. So I've been doing some of those challenge modes. There's a time attack, and then there is a score attack mode. And there are some other modes that I still need to unlock. And I don't know. It's like towards the, at at the. It, it's one of those. It's kind of like that same feeling that I get when I'm playing uh, the ninja challenges and ninja gaiden where you're just focused it's just you trying to to either outdo yourself um i i don't think there's an online leaderboard there may be or maybe it's something i need to unlock i don't know but just challenging myself and challenging the um uh the goal there's there's like multiple goals like there's everything you know trying to get the s rank and trying to get my keep my combo meters as, as get them as high as possible throughout those those timed uh, those timed sessions. It's just a lot of fun, and it it's just really helping my muscle memory with the game. Like uh, when you're using Gal, like Gal, and I didn't realize this until I started uh, fiddling with it in the uh, in the challenge mode. You can flip cancel gals gals flip when she, she can like all the characters can do like an overhead throw. Uh, you can and I didn't know that I didn't know this, but you can cancel, you can jump cancel gals flip, or dash cancel gals enemy flip, and do like a quick dash and a jump, and do continue an air combo. It's really the timing is really strict. It's really hard to do. I've been able to do it like a couple of times. And just out of curiosity, I went on YouTube and there are people that have their, their S ranks uh, recorded on YouTube using Gal. And these guys can do the, the flip dash cancel like constantly. And that's one of the ways that you keep your combo meter active as well as uh, keep building it up because usually. Uh, when you flip an enemy, it it's you can't follow up with another attack easily with Gal. Her it her flip cancels are really tight. So, but yeah, I've just have been having a lot of fun with Fight and Rage. It's 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 another one of those games that's more fun than it ought to be. Uh, so and really, that's been that's been about it for for my. Uh, my my playthroughs for the week. There might have been a couple other things, but it's not really anything uh, worth noting at this time. So that has been what we've been up to. So that's going to lead us to our next topic on the docket, which is going to be our main event. So Des, as usual, I'm going to toss the mic to you and let folks know what's going, uh, what uh, we've got cooking for our main event question. Yeah. So um, thank you all for for taking the time to um, to answer the question that we that we posed to our community. Uh, you answered on either Discord or uh, Twitter. So our, if you're not part of our our Discord, you're missing out. We have a lot of folks. We have a lot of good conversations. And again, at the end. Kev will be letting you know how you can join. But um, yeah, the first question or the question that we asked was, what are your what are your Black Friday gets? Uh, that was the first question. And in addition to that, 
Joe had added on. Um, tell us some stories about about your crazy uh, Black Friday experiences that you've had in the past. I know that this 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 year's Black Friday was mostly basically all cyber. I know some people went out there and did the craziness. I don't know if you saw the meme of the of the guy sleeping in the bed, uh, sleeping yeah. in the bed out, out front of the uh, the uh, GameStop. Yeah, trying to get that uh, PS Five or whatever. I mean, I just think that's a that's a bit much. So if y'all ever done like that, did, did stuff like that, you know, please mention it, you know, in the comments or or tweet at us or let us know. But but um, we got a couple of folks that that came through and gave us their experiences. And first up is Double uh, F twenty eighteen, our man Fred French twenty seventeen, uh, and this is from Twitter. He says. I picked up uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Remake, Red Dead Two, and Last of Us Part Two. I thought, why not add some more to the black uh, to the backlog? Hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, also picked up a bottle of mustard. Well, it wouldn't be Fred French without that. Uh, he also added, I just saw that the Microsoft Store has a sale on Assassin's Creed games, so. So add on to my Black Friday pickups: Assassin's Creed Origins and Odyssey. Hey, my digital back, my digital back uh, log needed some uh, some love also. Here's my best deal. Uh, this was a few years ago. I don't think it was a Black Friday deal. I got Shadow of Mordor from Walmart for one dollar. Wow, <laughs> it was some special digital edition, and I was and. And was supposed to be a hundred dollars, and yes, I still it still sits unplayed in my digital backlog. Wow, um, that's quite a haul uh, there, uh, Mister Mustard. Um, that's that's crazy. I don't have you ever got a deal like that, Joe? One dollar on a on a game that's supposed to. Well, I know you. I know you. You know. Oh you yeah, know. no, I, I browse Brickseek and. Uh gone on some sprees so i've gotten games for like three cents before yes on there you know i think you got a copy of geometry wars don't don't bring three. me into this don't bring no, me into no. this this is all you buddy no <laughs> let's no. get it yeah yeah joe hooked me up with a with a copy of geometry rolls for like for like three cents and he's still handing me for those three cents y'all still handing me <laughs> just kidding <laughs> amy hey me son yeah yeah so, so... So yeah, that's that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good haul, Fred. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Uh, Gerald, uh, one of our one of our listeners, uh, mentioned on our Discord. Okay, since I did not get a new console this year, I decided to buy an LG Ultra Wide Monitor, one fourteen forty p, one hundred forty four hertz. Was going to purchase anyway, so I just did it. Uh, Thirty four inches. Yeah, I mean that's. Great. It doesn't always have to be, you know, games. Um, you can also you can also take, you know, there's a whole bunch of TV deals. I know that I watched uh, I watch uh, ratings.com and I always look at their deals. Joe was the one that turned me on to them, and I always watch their deals uh, about TVs. Um, whenever I buy a TV, I usually um, check them out as well as Joe because Joe's Joe's usually got the hookup on on which TVs, you know, you should stick to, which TVs you should, you should stick you know away from so uh how about you guys did you guys did either of you get any extra extra uh black friday loving from uh, different than what we said on last last episode show well for me i think the only other thing i picked up was diablo 3 and it really wasn't uh 
it really wasn't on a Black Friday deal. Uh, mm. It was just, I just had some, I wound up getting it for five bucks. <laughs> That's still pretty good, though. <laughs> so, you know, but I they did some, some trades or something, right? No, I, I had a, a GameStop card that I forgot I had. Oh, gotcha. It was, I had like some like 40 bucks in store credit on it. So I, I forgot I even had it. I was getting ready to pay for it. <laughs> You're like, hold <laughs> up. Like, let's see what's on this. It's like, I don't know what's on here. It's like, oh, okay, well, five bucks. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty good, you know. You just love that kind of mad money. You, you get like pull out your wallet and you're like, oh, this is a GameStop card. What is this? What's on this? Oh, yeah. Oh, hey, let's do this. Yeah, I also <laughs> picked up. Uh, I got that and I got a another card, another three month uh, Game Pass card. So both of those for five bucks. I can't really complain. Yeah, that's real good. Joe, did you pick up anything? Well, I know you did. So so what did you yeah. get, Joe? Well, I'm trying to remember what I talked about last show, so I want to just recap everything real quick. I think what I talked about last show, I picked up uh, MLB The Show 20 for, for like 10 bucks, uh, Star Wars Squadrons for, I think, sixteen ninety nine at GameStop on there, and then I picked up a couple Game Pass Ultimate cards. I think they're going for various prices, like 20 bucks at Target. I think at the time, uh, Best Buy had them for twenty two ninety nine. so... Oh no, I lost three bucks per card, but oh well, I'm not gonna cry over that, you know. So, uh, you know, I think I talked about last show too that that I was really flabbergasted when they were PO'd because of the uh, Series X con- controllers being on sale for 40 bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, I just happened to buy one a couple of like weeks earlier for like 64.99 minus the 30 dollar like uh, GameStop coupon I had, and so. I went over there and the you know system manager said, oh, yeah, no, I'll hook you up. Yeah, we'll take care of price matching you. And I went over there and since you used your $30 coupon on this, I can't price match you, buddy. It's like, okay, thank you. This the same guy that was trying to get me to buy a warranty and kept begging me for a warranty. So it's like, uh, I don't know about going to GameStop that much anymore. I do like buying physical, but, you know, as, as much as the... Uh, shielded plexiglass keeps me from you know catching covid on there it's just uh don't want to run those damn risks but aside yeah. from that other stuff i picked up went on a little ebay spree i picked up uh saints row 4 uh for the ps4 since it runs at 60 frames a second i picked it up for i think nine bucks on ebay uh picked up this game called demon gaze 2 uh published by nis america it's like a uh um it's a uh, first-person dungeon crawler uh, RPG, kind of like Etrian Odyssey on there. And uh, the seller actually was selling it for 10 bucks plus shipping. And the kicker is that it's getting harder to find. And so the uh, reason why they're only selling it for uh, 10 bucks is that the case was cracked, even though the game was sealed. And so it's like, I saw that. It's like, I don't give a flying rat's ass. I got plenty of, like... Uh, other cases here I could like you know pick up and use and put the game in and you know, it came in brand new it was sealed it just happened to be the bottom of the uh, case was cracked on there so uh, also picked up Need for Speed uh, Most Wanted Remastered I know that's one game you were on the fence about right Kev? Yeah yeah I, I was on the fence I was either going to get because I had both of them in my cart but I just didn't think I needed to get Project Cars and that game at the same time. Gotcha. So, any, project cars one out. 
got you any like uh regrets after playing project cars for a bit as far as not picking up need for speed or is this something where you're going to pick up eventually you think i'll probably pick it up eventually uh, you know i i'm gonna i want to give project cars some more time because again i it's like like i said everything is based it, you know is it is it as good as grid yes or no and that <laughs> that that is the the that means whether it'll stay or go that's so true. if it goes i will i will trade it in toward uh the uh the need for speed remake it seems like you got to let it marinate a little bit more you know yeah it's just like uh with Manator with you i know Manator, you were just like you're not about it at the beginning but hey you came back to it you were frustrated and you finished it so i mean you know kudos for the yeah uh... but i'm old and i my patience for gaming there is not what it used to be so if something doesn't grab me, I mean, Maneater was, is like, it, it, it was last lightning in a bottle for my gaming patience. It, it's just, it's just that eating people as a shark is just so much fun. Yeah. Sometimes the concept is just enough, you know, and just to. Yeah. And this I'm driving in a car. I mean, you can do the, how many games have had you driving in a car? <laughs> no, that's a pretty good, that's a, that's a really good. You know, think uh, that's a really good take on that, you know, because something is, you know, sometimes it's the it's the it's the concept that really that really sells you. And if the concept is 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 gold, you know, you're willing to you're willing to put up with with, with lesser things. And I think that's what Maneater just kind of showed, you know, which is great, you know, yeah, uh, because I never thought that. Well, I never thought, number one, that we'd get a game, you know, with with a, you as a shark eating people and, you know, being able to turn into a Meg and all this stuff. And it's like, come on, you know, you know, I mean, that, that <laughs> well, game there was the meme in, in itself. So it's like, Oh, there was Jaws Unleashed from back in the day. Yeah. The, but come on, this is, yeah. Let yeah. Well, there's more gets. So sorry for deviating, but, uh, no, go, go ahead. Yeah. GameStop, they wound up for whatever reason, right on Thanksgiving night, uh, for, uh, I think about six hours. They, we're running buy one get one free on prior gen consoles meaning ps4 xbox one switch and everything under not ps5 or series x i don't think there's any series x exclusive games but <laughs> alas but uh, as far as i just was looking for stuff i didn't have or maybe stuff i would be playing in the future and so managed to queue up uh, last of us part two at the black friday price used for 27.99 and then i threw in a free copy of watchdogs legion that happened they already had it used and they already had it at the black friday price uh for 29.99 and so i got both games for 30 bucks so i think that's a reasonable price to get as long as i play them right away because you know you know you think you got the greatest deal and then four or five years they're still sitting unplayed in your backlog you know and you can go buy them for five bucks each i didn't get a great deal so it just depends on where the play aspect comes into the uh, quality or deal equation and then last but not least uh i went to the site i've used for other key other codes uh called aniba and so and they're quite well and i picked up a playstation now subscription and so playstation now i picked it up for 33 dollars and 42 cents so i think for uh 33 dollars and 42 cents a 12-month subscription for playstation now 
Um, I've started downloading some games off the service on there, some PS4 games. So I got Greedfall downloaded, and um, I'm going to take a look at what's in the kind of back catalog and, you know, kind of fill up my uh, back compat stuff a little bit more. So so the last couple that came from uh, from our Discord was Willie D. Uh, he says he got a 4K monitor for the new for the new mini mac it's a work computer after 10 years my imax uh, gpu is done and it isn't worth buying a new gpu i could get yeah, probably right other than that uh fans for the new pc case and a nvme uh m.2 drive so people were picking up uh their 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 stuff for their computers um he also says that he also picked up a philips light strip and addressable uh led xmas holiday lights so that's great you know picking up some stuff for the holidays as well you know it's not all it's not all um computers and and video games stuff like that so you know picking up work stuff um sometimes i forget what? Yes. Speaking of that, are you are you gonna put some Christmas lights on your new house, your new home? You know. Oh no, 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 no. We're, we're so that's just... what he's he's talking about, like decking the halls over there with the. Yeah, no, I'm not his... gonna be doing all that. No, no, not it's the, the house is too new. Maybe maybe next year. You know, we're still unpacking and and hanging pictures and stuff. You know, uh, our present to ourselves is we're gonna get some cats. So it'll be it'll be fantastic. We're already looking at them. So. So that's what we're going to be doing. Although I should have looked. Now I think about it. Damn, I should have looked at you know Black Friday to pick up some cat supplies. But oh well, next year. Um, <laughs> uh, and then John, uh, John B. Uh, dash T, our good friend, says. Uh, so I'm trying to decide if Control Ultimate Edition is worth the twenty dollars it's going for on PS Store. Likely won't touch it till I get a PS Five. Definitely getting Risk of Rain Two. Great game. Highly suggest. Highly suggest that game. It's really good. And I already snagged a physical man-eater. Good. So so did I. We're man-eater brothers. Uh, thinking about uh, squadrons as well. Damn, Black Friday. Yes, Black Friday does bring out all um, all of the deals that we have. I didn't pick up anything else uh, myself personally. Um, I am. I was going to pick up CD keys uh, because my um, my uh, PSN usually. Uh, is over around this time, so I usually pick up another one. So I have to get on that uh, to pick that up before the deal is gone, and then I'm you know stuck with without it, or I have to pay full price. You know, God forbid I do that. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much uh, all that I did. I mean, I didn't really pick up much of anything else. This wasn't anything that really kind of completely caught my eye, save the. Um, the uh, uh cd keys so i just need to go and see if that's if that deal is still active and then pick that up and then but other than that that's really all that i have been have 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 picked up you know for for this um for this uh, uh, uh did you say that you're gonna go and pick up some stuff on switch i thought you were talking about no the... well that's the thing that happened is is like switch had their huge thing and then i went back to it and it wasn't working so i'm gonna try again to see if the switch was was because I wanted to pick up Panzer Paladin and a couple other games that they had, but when I tried to go on last night to 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 look at it, either their their store was down or something, but it literally had a quarter of the of the games that were still that that they had before when I looked at it. So now I'm kind of kicking myself in the foot if I missed it. So I'm gonna try again 
probably after the show to see if I can pick something up. But if not, then I'm just not going to worry about it. It's still um, on sale, sir. So no, then I just have to I just have to see what's going on with my with my PS. Uh, sorry, with my um uh with the with the Switch store because it, literally I kept trying to you know stop it and reload and stop and reload it, but it wasn't it wasn't giving me any of the deals. You know, only like a quarter of them, and I was just like, "This can't be what's going on." So, I just thought it was over. But if it's still open, you know, I'll definitely, you know, go in and and see what I can get. So, uh, but yeah, but that's it. You know, another Black Friday's in the books. We all got some pretty good deals. Saved a lot of money. Hope you guys, you know, if you guys went out, I hope you guys were safe. Uh, and until next year, you know, Black Friday is closed. Um, so the next question that I have uh, for everybody for for the next uh, our next show is what is an exclusive game um, kind of like you know um, like a boxed set or an exclusive kind of uh, uh, what I'm trying to say uh, game package did you get or have you gotten that is like one of your favorites like. Like for me, one of my favorites was I got a collector's edition. I guess that's what it's called, a collector's edition. Like what is what is a cool, awesome collector's edition um thing that you got? Mine was uh I got a collector's edition for Strange Brigade that Joe told me about, which is hilarious. So Joe found it at like in a Madeira GameStop for like half off and it and it came with like a they fly around and there's a blimp and it was a it was a paper blimp that you could put together and display and it came with an art book and all this other stuff. So that's one of my favorites. So I'm, I'm asking, and I know Joe has a lot that he could probably share with us, but what is one of the most favorite kind of um, collector's edition that you, that, that you got? Doesn't matter how much it costs or, or how you got it. You need to talk about, but what is it? Like, what is one is the, what is one of your, like, you know, you look at it and you're like, ah, like I was able to get that. You know, and even if it was, you know, something from Bethesda that didn't turn out to be great, you know, you can give us those stories too, because I know this there's probably a couple out there that you that you got a a, a collector's edition and it was just straight booty butt, and you're just like, oh, why did I buy this? You know, I'm sure Joe's got some. Uh, got I some could of those tell you, too. yeah, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so, so we want to hear those stories. So, so you know, uh, when we send out the question, um, we'll definitely have a much more articulate articulated you know question but that's kind of where we're what we're leaning for leaning towards you know what is what is what is your like favorite collector's edition that you got in your collection that you just love you know and and if you don't have any like what's one that you got that as you you regret getting it's like it's like oh why did i buy this trash or you know that's that those are because those stories are fun too so any anthem like collector's edition and limited (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it depends because some people might like it, you know. But yeah, I just, yes. just want to hear what I just want to hear what everyone's what everyone's thoughts are. Because I think it's going to be a very interesting, you know, what people are super excited about versus what people are like, you know, why did I buy this trash? So, so uh, happened to that like cat helmets that used to be out there, man. It's like remember all these like Master Chief cat helmets, Killzone cat helmets. It's like. <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, I'm sure there's tons of stuff out there that people just are looking at, and like, why did I buy this? You know, why did I, why did I spend 200 bucks on this? You know, <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine how many messenger bags you have in your, in your, in your closet, dude. <laughs> Too many steel books, yeah. So, but that's it for me, everybody. I'm gonna turn it back over to Kevin, and thank you again.
All right, all right. Well, thanks for sharing that sharing that main event with our listeners, Dez. So with that, we're going to mosey on to our next topic on the docket, which is going to be the news. So Trader Joe, why don't you let enlightened folks on what's been going on in the gaming world? All right. Well, first thing I want to talk about is... Uh, a game that we all know and loved and played to death and not playing it currently, uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne is going to be having a crossover event with the Monster Hunter movie on there. So uh. so you could play as Mila Jolovich in the latest Monster Hunter <laughs> uh, Iceborne crossover. So uh. if you haven't watched the trailer yet, yeah, basically it's going live on December 3rd. It will allow players to play as uh, Mila Jolovich, uh, playing the character in the movie, and comes with two brand new quests, each with unique rewards. Within the game, Artemis, which is her character, um, is going to be voiced by her to really immerse you in the movie's atmosphere. On here, the first event quest is called The New World and pits Artemis against a fierce black Diablos in the Wildspire Waste. On there, and the quest will reward players with the materials to craft the Artemis uh, Alpha Plus armor set from the Monster Hunter movie. So there is an actual set from the movie that is going to be in the game. And then the second quest is called To Our World and features a battle against everyone's favorite monster, the Rathalos, on there. So Capcom has refused to share any further details about the quest, but confirmed that once you beat it, you'll be able to craft the Artemis layered armor from the movie oh, no. on there so you know what that so, means right you're, you're gonna it's like it's gonna be like aloy and you're gonna look like uh and you're probably gonna look like her like you're, you're yeah. gonna have like a an in-game an in-game mila jovich oh wow wow <laughs> yeah so we'll have to see this actual this content might be actual better than the movie you never know <laughs> it's like i i you know i would lay a bet that the this uh extra content from monster hunter world iceborne will actually be better than the movie the movie just uh even the logo for the movie just uh takes back kind of uh, uh yeah just seeing uh milo jolovich and tony ja out there with guns you know like the these soldiers in afghanistan or whatever <laughs> gets ported to a magical monster world and now has to fight their way to get back to the real world and it's like oh my god so uh, this has Uwe Boll written all over it, and I don't think he had anything to do with the film. Nope, his her husband did. Uh, Michael or not Michael? Um, uh, uh Anderson, mm. Paul, Paul S. Anderson or whatever his name is. Yeah, W. S. Anderson. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that. Um, yeah, and they're, yeah. And they're married, and so whatever, like. Whatever. This, all the Resident Evil movies kind of got just uh, long in the tooth. Uh, you know, my ex-wife happened to be a big fan of them, so I've seen them all <laughs> for the that's most a, part. That's a great way to say it. But, uh, you know, they don't really make that much sense. And it's like, oh, God, I don't know. But I actually installed Monster World, my Hunter World Iceboard, and I might go in just to check this content out. Because I thought the, like the... Uh, like the Witcher side story was amusing on there, so it might be something so I could fire Monster Hunter World Iceborne back up again. One thing I like to ask you two gentlemen is that have nope. you had any thoughts about going back to Iceborne at all? So, nope. Sorry, buddy. I think that ship has sailed. I am, I am, 
I am bound for uh, Monster Hunter um, Rise. That's that's what I'm uh, salivating for, and that's what I'm going to wait for is Monster Hunter Rise. I don't need to play anything else until that. I'm I'm I am I am letting I'm letting my whole body just kind of marinate, you know, and wait for that because I know it's going to be amazing, and I'm just I'm 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 ready for it. Like I'm. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need to play anything else right now. Just or any other Monster Hunter. Like I just. That's what I want to wait for. That's what I want to do. So. Are you Kev? You thought about going back, or you got got rid of the bug? No, no sense in getting this Mila Jovovich. No, I, I I don't need to see Mila Jovovich <laughs> running around on my screen. Um. I you know I I may because my my eldest my oldest nephew just got. Uh, Monster Hunter World. I don't know if he has the Iceborne or if he just has the basic the basic edition. I've kind of been I the, when I the last time I played the game, I was kind of milling around with the uh, Great Sword. So if I do go back to play, it would be just to run some you know run it run through it with him, and I would just start a new character because he's 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 pretty new and just just go through the game with him just 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 to do that yeah he's he's got it on xbox so it would be i would i would play it if play it again through on xbox with him with a new character yeah because and you have i know you you have um you have Games Pass, so it's not like it's gonna be something so terrible that you're like, "Why?" You know, mm. so so that's good. You don't have to buy it again. Mm. Even if you had to buy it, the uh, GameStop usually sells that game for ten bucks on Xbox. Oh, so I yeah. did not know that. So that's really yeah. good. Then. Yeah, that's that's a great value for your buck, especially if you manage to milk out all the content from the game on here. And I was just wondering for myself because you know I opened up the Guiding Lands, I literally have played the Guiding Lands like for an hour you know it's like i don't know if i want to get into that grind that like post post the game grind you know after beating the game on there if it's worth it or not i mean i don't know if the elder dragons i haven't fought yet are, are worth the uh the grind up to get the gear to go at it you know like you know you mentioned softy all the time kev and i have not fought softy as the uh, softy jiva on there so it's just i was debating about at least going back for this DLC and then, you know, seeing as far as if there's any longer tail with the game for me until Rise comes out. So we'll we'll see. I did fire up, uh, fired it up the other day and had the chance to throw it on uh, on resolution mode and it's running at 60 frames a second on uh, PS5 and it just looks great on there. So that's like one thing that I was like, oh my god, that's like you know that plus an SSD loading on there it's just uh you know it's granted it's not a ps5 version of monster Hunter world iceborne proper but you know it's something that might play better than what i'm used to as well so i know our friend ben went over to the pc master race version of monster Hunter just because he could play uh, the game loading quicker and running better so he, he like never came back either no he didn't he got seduced yeah, i know <laughs> All right. Well, next story I want to kind of cover is a, kind of a game that kind of interset, intersped in the years past with all two of us. I don't know about for you, Desmond, but uh, Mech Warrior Five. So they're they're up to number five. Mercenaries is coming 
for both the Xbox Series consoles and the Xbox One in spring 2021, alongside the PC version's debut on Steam, uh, GOG, and the Microsoft Store on here. So, and they have been working on this game. This game is initially, it came out for Epic Game Store uh, back in December of last year on here, but uh, they delayed uh, some of the stuff that they were planning to bring out for the game. They had a downloadable content, Heroes of the Inner Sphere, on there. Uh, they kind of got out of the way of Cyberpunk 2077, so... Smart. I know. I know. So, and it is right now, it's on the PC Game Pass, so if you do have Game Pass Ultimate, you can give this a whirl if need be on there, but if you do want to play on console, it is coming out spring of next year on there. Um, studio did indicate that we will capitalize on this increased exposure with our largest marketing initiative to date on there. So we love about that marketing, but um, we will continue to tune the single player campaign and career modes on there, making running your mercenary unit the most rewarding experience possible. So I was taking a look at this game. I was trying to see as far as if it's uh, similar to the two MechWarrior games that were on the original Xbox. And you do play both in cockpit and also in third-person mode on there. I don't think it kind of lends itself as to the original, but you do have options to play both in first and third-person on there. And I'm thinking even though they're coming to Xbox, I don't think we're going to see this on Switch or on uh, PlayStation because um, Microsoft still uh, has a part in the license for MechWarrior still on there. So I think if anything, it's going to probably still stay on Xbox on that. And I'm interested to check this out. I mean, I know you have, uh, out of the three of us, probably you have have the most like kind of uh, love for the prior games on the original Xbox. So you have anything to add or something maybe you kind of will take a look on PC possibly? Um, I mean, I'll wait and see what how it turns out. I If it's the traditional mech warrior on pc which is a which is a sim i'm out Uh, i i I don't think it's a sim i think it's actually what they consider a shooter basically so so Mm -hmm. i was looking at the footage it's not and then not trying to replicate it's not you know still battalion gone wild or anything with your Mm -hmm. pc keyboard and and mouse and all that stuff Uh, it's meant to be an action game from what i could tell on there so but uh I'll keep it. We'll definitely keep a further eye on it. I'm kind of interested because, hey, big robots, you know, I'm always a big fan, you know, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was the multiplayer game that got me. I mean, the reason I bought an Xbox originally was Ninja Gaiden, but uh, Mech Assault 1 and 2 and Crimson Skies were kind of like my first forays into multiplayer on a console. So I have I got I had a lot of love for those three games. So uh, if it if it can bring back those feels and it, it you know it might be something I'll uh, might be worth uh, checking out a Series X for uh, if I don't have um, if I don't have a, a a PC build going at that time. So we'll see. Good deal. All right. I'm going to definitely keep an eye. Maybe I'll get a chance to fire it up on, on my PC and see if it actually is sim or if it's more arcadey uh, for you. That way we have a better idea before it does come out. So mm-hmm. so keep an eye out for that. Any uh, thoughts, Desmond? Or are you like, eh? Probably eh. You know, I like big, I like big mechs, but we'll, you know, we'll have to see. 
Okay. All right. Next news story. I think very surprising news story. Uh, there's been a string of reports that SNK was receiving heavy investment from Saudi Arabia's crown prince, Mohammed bin Salam bin Abaziz al Saud, on there, which left many people puzzled on there. Why exactly is the Middle East jumping into bed with Japanese developers? And is this part of a broader strategy on here? And they had an announcement from the MISK Foundation which is Mohammed bin Salam's official nonprofit. And we know that Saudi Arabia is hoping to gain full control of SNK in the bid to influence young audiences. So, huh. SNK. so SNK, yes. So they are buying uh, supposedly a 33% um, stake in SNK, which would give them controlling stake in SNK uh, on there as far as the way the investors line up on there. So, and they made a mention that uh, they were looking at um, maybe using this as a way to engage with youth audiences in Saudi Arabia and get them more globally oriented and interested in game development on there. They're trying to also cite current programs to develop Saudi youth and develop and hone creative talents on there so so i'll have to see if this is a hostile takeover of some sort but you know some people online were kind of saying oh i don't know about the you know they're worried about saudi arabia and the, having them the controlling shares of snk maybe censoring some of the more risque stuff you know i don't think snk really has any risque risque stuff besides you know the recent snk heroines uh, no, fighting game my, title my I know. Oh no, they're gonna be bouncy. So they're not gonna be bouncy anymore. <laughs> well, I have to see, but you know, uh, this is the the crown prince of Saudi Arabia is the same guy that uh, unfortunately has been kind of um, implicated in the unofficially backed assassination of Washington Post journalist uh, Kamal. Uh, Kazuhogi, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct, but we know about the story about this uh, Washington Post writer getting uh, assassinated that kind of got a little bit uh, signed off or, you know, the Trump administration's not looking into that assassination if need be, but he's kind of gotten some bad press on there. So (laughs) we'll have to see uh, what happens with all this. I think it's kind of surprising to me and, uh, you know, after SNK having to go through like the whole Playmore situation and, you know, SNK going out of business, you know, looking at their business dealings in the past, it just seems like it's just another, as the world turns, you know, uh, sands through the hourglass for SNK and their business dealings, unfortunately. So on there. So any, any thoughts, you guys, on, on this uh, surprising takeover from Saudi Arabia? I am very surprised by it. I mean, I I didn't, you know, when I saw that, I was like, well, okay. So I mean, I I'm just surprised that it's like SNK and not a bigger studio. But okay, I mean, whatever. Like I, I just like I really don't know what to make of it until until we actually start seeing you know some stuff from it personally. Because I'm just like, like I'm gonna take like a wait and see approach because I I really don't know how to comment on that. That's just so, you know. I don't want to say it's bizarre because, you know, folks, you know, buy up, buy up um, stuff all the time. It's just, I never, 
never would have thought about it like this but you know i hope that i hope that most of their their thoughts are you know more altruistic and they really want to you know and engage you know with with the youth who who do play a lot of video games and i do know that uh video games are you know a gateway to to a lot of various different youth um and and i know that a lot of youth play you know um games so it kind of makes me think well okay you know this is you know hopefully they're doing it for the right reason you know and it really is to encourage um youth to uh, yeah to to experience you know uh games and to want to uh possibly go into game design and whatnot so one can hope so one can hope yeah i guess the price for 33 Point three percent of SNK is roughly around two hundred twenty-three million dollars. So, on there, and um, I also gleaned from the news story too that they're planning to buy more shares and they want to raise its ownership to fifty-one percent. So, so we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Uh, there's yeah. been kind of I don't know. SNK has been kind of like, okay, we're working on Metal Slug. We're working on the new King of Fighters. I haven't heard a peep from either of those two. Their Samurai Showdown reboot kind of fizzled out. Right now, I know you could play it exclusively on the series series consoles right now. Um, it's not even available on PlayStation Network for some reason. The Samurai Showdown reboot that just came out. It happens to be off the store, so I don't know if they maybe went in some sort of partnership with Microsoft. This after, of course, they um, went into a partnership with Epic Game Store to make that game exclusive on Epic, and they even put, like, I think, what the Samurai Showdown Neo Geo collection on Epic Game Store for a week for free. So, I mean, it sounds like they're just trying to take whatever dollars that are out there. So, I'm just I'm kind of wondering where they're at right now as a company, too. So, I don't know. So, yeah, kind of hope everything works out for them. So, mm -hmm. any words, Kev? Um, you know, I was trying to figure out what the what the angle of this could be, but then I started I remembered um one of the biggest or one of the best, he might be the best in the world, Tekken player is out of Afghanistan. And fighting uh, games are there they have a very big following in south america and another growing area in which they're coming up in is the middle east so and and this guy was like all he had to to practice on was like online matches out of afghanistan i mean you can only imagine what his you talk about that ping. guy yeah i can't remember his name his, yeah uh, it's a uh, pakistan actually it's not uh, or, afghanistan so. i thought it was afghanistan no, it's, it's Pakistan. I watched him live when we went to Evo. Me, Nick, and uh, Dom. That okay. One year, so. so I mean, so there's a growing, um, or it might have already been there. It might have been there for a while. There is a a growing uh, fan base for fighting games. So in a way, this uh, this buying of up of uh, interest in SNK probably makes sense in that and that aspect so maybe you know if it'll get me mark of the wolves too i'm all go. for it you <laughs> know you i it, you know it, whatever i just i just need a sequel to that game or i just need a, a 
you know, either HD remake of that game. Don't give me them them 3D models on a 2D plane. I want them. I want them uh, raster style graphics, some hand drawn graphics. You know, kidnap somebody from uh, uh, from from uh, uh, oh gosh, uh, I can't remember anything. The people that did uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, those people. Those guys are masters at 2D animation. That studio and, and make it like right? Arc, yeah, Arc System Works. Do you know just just if it'll give me a Mark of the Wolves two, fine. But you know, I I do have, I I did I must say that just on its face, I guys I had to think about that for a little bit. Uh, you know what 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 is what would be the interest. What would be a Saudi interest in S and K? Well, wait a minute. Yeah, that is a big, a growing, a big and growing area for fighting games over there. So, it, uh, in that respect, it makes sense. Any sort of deviation because it is Saudi Arabia, and of course, they're not exactly the most uh, modern of societies towards women, uh, gays, or uh, homosexual rights, and a lot of I mean, other things. I mean, it's just kind of hard to. I don't so think you're going to have my in a hijab. I mean, if that's what you're yeah. wondering. No, no, no. Uh, I mean, Saudi is more is more forward thinking than other places. Other places, and I mean, granted, I've never lived there, uh, but from what I understand, considering that it's such a, a an economic powerhouse, uh, there it, it's more forward thinking than other than other parts in that re and other countries in that region are. So, you know, again, if it'll get me Mark of the Wolves too, I don't care. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a be, I'm a be a, a buck about it. If it'll get me Mark of the Wolves too, I don't care who's fitting the bill. You know, just, just, I just need that game. <laughs> All right. So other news, a uh, couple of uh, tidbits about some double A games that we've enjoyed at least some of us have uh developer spiders has announced that uh greedfall has sold over 1 million copies worldwide and as part of the announcement it has confirmed that they can expect the game to be headed to next gen consoles on there so if you happen to not play greedfall yet uh, it is coming for the xbox series and also on the playstation 5 on there and uh, they should have additional content for the game as well uh they don't know as far as what it's going to be but uh they might think about adding a photo mode on here so if you haven't played griefall yet you know keep an eye out for it uh, and we'll have to see whether uh they're going to offer like a free upgrade from the uh, ps4 and xbox series xbox one versions of the game on there uh, for you to be able to upgrade for free if this is something to where uh it's going to be to you have to uh you know buy an additional copy of this i hope i hope it is a moderate cost if they happen to do it that way on there and i know des you played greedfall for a bit so yeah i'm excited it, for it congratulations to them because like spiders has been you know working on stuff for like years like they've done a lot of a lot of games and that's a studio who is actually you know trying their best to 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 do better and give better games like that's a double a studio that folks should should really be um getting behind and helping out 
you know, so so if they were able to sell that many, I'm like, I, I bought it, you know, and I played it. And, you know, was it was it like a best game or, or a top tier game? No, but some games don't have to be that, you know, some games can just can just be good. And that's good enough. And that game and that game was, you know, I, I enjoyed what I played of it. I I didn't finish it. But then again, I don't feel like I don't really finish mini games. So I that's not a that's not a determinant on whether a game is good or not as, as if I as if as if you beat it. Like I don't I don't think that that's a, a determinant. For some people it is, but for me it's not. I enjoyed what I played it and I would play it again. So I would definitely buy it um again on PS5. But you know, brothers ain't made of money, so I'm hopeful that they give a free a free upgrade as a thank you. And I do know they're working on a new game as well that I'm um looking forward to. So yeah, so we talked are... we talked about it like I think a few months ago. It's called, yeah. it's called Steel Rising. Yeah, on here. So, so it's like basically if you combine like 18th century France and uh, near Automata, basically is what it they looks love... like. From... God, I'm sorry. No, uh, that that's uh, combining kind of the uh, look of it, like you know, you're dealing with robots and everything yeah. in 18th century yeah. France. You know, so. Yeah, they love their period pieces. Like they they just love that, you know. And and I'm here for it. So let's make it work. So. Yeah, they've kind of grown as you know, they were the, the creators of uh, Technomancer, which <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah. Des, yeah, you were like, okay, yeah, this game, uh, and then no, down no, my flame. Yeah, no, I played. <laughs> I I've played most of their games. I never played. I never played. I never played Bound by Flame. I just never. It was not a game that I felt like I needed to play. You know, um, but I did play Tech Technomancer, and I played it for a while. But there was just there was just something about the attack animation that was a little janky. So I was just like, you know, maybe not. But yeah. um, but it seems like every iteration, uh, every every game they put out, um, gets better and better and better. So yeah, so that is it, that is a, that is definitely a studio that is working hard to improve, uh, what they're giving to their to to the player base to their fans. So I'm here for it, you know. And if they could if they could come out and hopefully keep improving and become like the next you know uh CD Projekt Red, that would be fantastic. I would really like that. Let them be their own thing. I mean, a lot of people equate Greedfall to like a uh, way Bioware used to be back in the day, and talking like you know, like 2000s Bioware, like uh, Jade Empire Bioware, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Kind definitely. of equate Greedfall to that. So, so definitely looking forward to that. It's one of the games that's on PS Plus, not PS Plus, PS Now. That I've downloaded on there. So if you happen to grab a cheap subscription, that that uh, is available there for you to be able to play on that. So, and then last but not least, uh, Metro Exodus developer 4A Games on here uh, has announced uh, that they are having the 10th anniversary uh, celebration for Metro 2033. They have been wor- been really quiet since. Metro Exodus DLC dropped uh, early in 2020 on there, but uh, they have been working on a new title. So they're uh, looking on getting that ready to ship on PS5 and Series X in 2021. Uh, But they did make a mention the fact that uh, they were thinking about doing something new in the Metro series on there. So, but uh, they are 
going to talk about the pushing single player focus, but they're talking about possibly also doing a multiplayer mode on there. Because I know within uh, their uh, studios, within the uh, publisher that uh, has them uh, under their conglomerate, they are partners with Saber Interactive, which brought out uh, World War Z. And so um, they talk about doing that. Um, there is a next-gen version also, too, of Metro Exodus. That's going to be available uh, sometime in 2021 as well. On there, they'll be out for both PS5 and Xbox Series consoles. On there, I always wanted to just say X, but you know the naming of the new Xbox systems that still needs to, you know, get in my head a little bit more. So, but it's kind of bad. <laughs> well, it's, every time I want to say Xbox One X instead of Xbox Series X, and then it's, it's, I, I gotta say I gotta say Series instead of Series S and X. So, so. Yeah, I, I, I seen someone called Xbox SS, and it's like, no, I, I don't want to. No, bring... <laughs> no, that's not a good look. No, I know, I know, but it's kind of cool that the you know Metro's still plugging along, and I know um, I'm looking forward to you know diving in. I've never played any of the games. I know uh, Gerald and the Discord once I posted this news was saying, I want new games. I'm tired of these remasters. So. I definitely feel your guys' pain. I do want to he see new games as well. Wrong. He is but, not wrong. <laughs> you know, during this pandemic and everything, I mean, it's good that they could bring um, some interest in this series to a new audience. I think the app, just like with last gen, the appetite at the beginning of the gen for you know new games, and maybe someone that hasn't played a Greedfall or a Metro Exodus can dive back into these games, you know, and as long as, you know, they're not going full, like $60, $70 re-release, <laughs> I think everything's okay. I'm looking at you, uh, Warhammer Chaos Bane, you yeah. SOBs, so. <laughs> it's, it's fun to see that game at game re retailers, Best Buys for 60 bucks when, you know, the last gen version is selling for five to 10 bucks and you just kind of realize, okay, Give up the ghost already, man. It's like he's still trying to make some money off this game. It's just like it's ridiculous. So, you know, unfortunately, we haven't seen a lot of like you know, boxed edition, remastered editions. You know, for the most part, you know, they've been free upgrades for the most part. You know, only ones that kind of been an outlier are like Control and DMC Five, which you know, both me and Kev are picking up tomorrow. So you know, we'll the you know, see how it goes with next um, remasters on there. Is there a particular remaster any of you two like to see? You know, since it's, it seems like it's been the flavor of the day on the no. uh, PS5 or series consoles. No, I, I stand by what Kevin said. I buy consoles for new games. <laughs> yeah, I buy consoles for for old games. So yeah, no, that trend needs to stop. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 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 right along there with you. You know, I I I buy new consoles to play new games. I I, I mean I I'm again like I said, it's cool that I can go back and play some of those games. Are there remakes that I would consider going back and and purchasing? Yeah, there are, but you know, I I'm I'm not going to drop five hundred bucks to play games that I already got. Yeah, as, like as the main attraction. Yeah, like I agree. Like 
Kevin said it best. You, you know, would there like I wouldn't mind going back, but if I had my druthers, I would I'd have them spend those resources on new games. And I get it; it's cheaper to remaster an an old game and really you know look at nostalgia and try to get people to be like, look, remember how cool this game is? Now we added some more bells and whistles, and it's only a quarter of the price, or sorry, half the price. You're still spending money on it, though. You know. <laughs> You know? As long as these upgrades are free or close to being free, that's all I care. Because they're basically taking the PC assets that they already have, the high-res, super-degraded PC assets, and transferring over to their prior Xbox One and PS4 versions of the game. It's literally just like another version of a game that's already they already have in, in the can. I mean, if they're going to you know, do more with, like, I know DMC5 did more with their back-compat stuff, uh, same thing. Uh, with other games that have come out as far as uh, tons of features. I know Control is supposed to uh, just be the super the greatest on the next-gen consoles on there. You know, same thing with Spider-Man Remastered, the whole thing about that, you know, them going back and adding DualSense and all that stuff. So, But there's only so much you could take of that. I realize you guys say that. I just, I, I would like to be able to go back and still have these games and upgraded and for free, you know, but I'm not expecting it to be for free. And this is not a smart delivery Xbox entitlement kind of situation in my opinion. So I know some, some gamers, especially with the game pass generation, unfortunately one expect all their games to be on games pass and two expect all their uh, next gen upgrades to be for free as well, which is a good thing. It just depends on the amount of effort they put forward. You know, so if I go and look at Greedfall, and see, it's just basically running like the high high end PC version. I'm not expecting to pay any money for it. You know, I'm expecting them, or you know, if it's ten bucks or something, you know, like they did with last gen, uh, like upgrading like Black Flag to PS4. You know, from the PS3 version, I'll throw down ten bucks. You know, it just depends on how invested I am in it. So, great. All right, good deal. That's the news for this episode, sirs. All right. Well, thanks for bringing bringing our listeners that information. Contact. You can reach our show at gamingvessels at gmail.com. That's the email you want to use. If you would like to be a part of our show and record with us and let us interview you to get your perspective on gaming out. That's also the email you're going to want to use if you've heard something on this show you want to comment on and respond to something that you heard on the show, you're going to want to send an email to gamingvessels at gmail.com. Independently, we have our own social media accounts. I can be found on Twitter at shownuff71, that's S-H-O-N-U-F-F, the number 71. PlayStation Network, I'm shownuff7, same spelling with the number 7. Xbox Live, I'm shownuff071, same spelling with 071 at the end. And on Steam, I am Shownuff71, same spelling as before. So, Des, where can folks get a hold of you at? All righty. You can catch me on uh, PSN and um, Xbox Live, if I ever turn it on again, uh, at Nemo Tigger, N-E-M-O-T-G-G-R. You can catch me on Twitter at the Nemo 6 That's T-H-E-N-E-M-O. S-I-6. S-I-X, sorry. Uh, Joe, where can folks find you at? Uh, they could find me on Twitter at the, the user handle Joe Fongul, J-O-E-F-O-N-G-U-L. Um, you could also catch me on PSN usually. 
uh, username is Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A. -A -A. That's also my Steam handle. And then both on UB Play and on Xbox Live, I am same spelling, Kamunagara, K-A-M-U-N-A-G-A-R-A, -A -A, 6995. And then also my Nintendo friend code, 47125953149 and also mentioning in our discord if you happen to join we do have a channel entitled all the deets leave your social media handles here that uh you can exchange uh some of your social media handles with our list fellow listeners on here and also get into the mix on there to kind of get into our community on there also, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and switch on notifications on there. We're really pushing Spotify on there. I think that will give us a larger reach if need be. So, Indeed, indeed. So with that, we're going to bring this episode of Gaming Vessels to a close. We hope you've enjoyed uh, listening to us chew it up on episode 106. For Des the Bay Area Terror, aka the High Res Hater. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> and Trader Joe, aka the Food Max of Gaming, who will maximize your gaming dollar. I'm Shonef71, and we're signing out. Saying we'll be back next week with a new show. Peace.